welcome to What's Poppin'. It's a little different today. I'm Kendra and I have Chloe O'Connor sitting here with me. Say hi, Chloe. Hello. All right, Chloe, we always start with this question. And so what brought you to Prince of Peace and how long have you been here? Well, how long I've been here? Probably for life because I've been here since I think preschool to about eighth grade because I'm graduating now. Congratulations. Thank you. In about four weeks, I think. And then you're coming with us to our Yosemite trip too. I am. I'm so excited I get to go with you guys this year. Finally, after it being like four years of us not going. I know. Are you all packed and ready? Actually, no. I still have like, I have the list on my uh, cabinet door and I'm just going through it. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do it? Yeah. Like make sure you have all the things and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And then what brought me here? Um, I don't know what necessarily brought me here. It's just I kind of grew up here mostly because my grandma, most people know her as Sue Shaw, and she kind of just was like, why don't we go to church a few times? And then a few times became a month, and then a month became coming almost every Sunday that I could. Like you used to go to like the old version of Pop Kids when you were younger, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I used, like and I was like the tiny little girl and people were like, oh, she's so helpful. And I would always walk up and I'd be like, can I help or something? And I did the same thing, just less high-pitched voice. Yeah, it's like I do have to say you are one of the most helpful people still to this day. Like <laughs> that's like the way you just like get involved is you're like, I will help with everything. It's right. just like, oh, you need that? I got it. That, mm-hmm, yep, done. What so. are some things you currently help with at Prince of Peace Church? Ooh. So at Prince of Peace Church, I help out with the PowerPoint. I help out with the kids service by helping them go back and I just help lead the songs and sometimes even the service itself by doing the game at the very end sometimes. That's still iffy because we just got into doing that and letting other helpers. Um, I also help out with any of the snack packs that go on. I do most of the youth events that you set up. what Are you else? gonna help with VBS this year? Cause you're finally old enough to be a helper. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. My my mom was like, "Are you gonna do this?" And I was like, "Oh, absolutely. I want to help out with the tiny kid groups." Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw um, Anjali, not Anjali. Sorry. Uh, what's her name? I'm trying to think. I can come up with. <laughs> she was really helpful. I remember she inspired me to join Praise Band. Oh gosh. Oh, um, Annalyn. Thank you, Annalyn. There I don't know why I said Anjali. So, Annalyn, yeah, the hype crew master. I saw Annalyn there and I also saw Callie there. So those two were like really major, just like once I saw them doing it, I was like, oh, I can do it next year. And I was so hyped. Yeah, those two are pretty great at like, they, they really are the are. hype crew basically, right? They, like, yeah, yeah, and it was kind of like, when you saw hype crew just in general, you'd be like, oh yeah, those two. And you'd immediately know who they are. Yeah, and your enthusiasm fits like right along with theirs. So I totally <laughs> see that working, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and like to this day, I still have kids like who are tiny and I have no clue. I don't even mean to them. Like I don't know their name or anything and they're just like tiny kids and they come up to me and they're like, you did such a great job today. And I'm like, oh my gosh, because it's so cute to just like have little kids come up to you and they're like, you did a great job today. Good job. And it's like, I kind of see myself in that. Yeah. Like, but what an impact you make on those kids too. They just think you are <laughs> just a rock star, which you are, but like to them, you're like, oh my gosh, you're the best. Right? Yeah. And I know it's definitely important to be a role model when you are, I guess, not only just an eighth grader, but bigger. And I guess you have more of an influence because of all the things that I do. A lot of people know my name. Like they'll go, oh yeah, Chloe O'Connor. Oh yeah. Daughter or granddaughter of Sue Shaw. So then they'll know who I am. So you have to be very careful because it's like, if you make a mistake, people are going to know. That's so, true. Yeah, they definitely know. But the yeah. best thing to do is just forget about the pressure and just like do the things that you want to do in a good way. I like that. That's a yeah. great, great perspective on things. Yeah. All right. So you said a little while ago you are graduating Prince of Peace. Yes. In like two or three weeks, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready for it? 
Uh, debatable. Okay, <laughs> where are you going to high school next year? I'm going to Fremont Christian, which is really close by to this uh, school. So it's just um, down if you go by the main path from where the high school is across. If you just go, I think. Like down to the Centerville area. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yep. So yeah. I'm going there and I already saw the school campus. It's huge and it's nice because they actually have like the high school separate from the middle school and elementary. So it's just like, oh, I don't have to deal with tiny kids. Not that's a bad thing. I deal with <laughs> tiny kids as, on their own. So it's just like, I don't have to be around them when I'm trying to be a high schooler, I guess. Not in a mean way. Again. But like you don't have that added pressure of like trying to also be a role model to the yeah, itty bitties like, you're just talking about. I'm going to be a freshman. So it's like, I'm practically going to be the tiny kids to all the other kids who are already there or have been going there all their life. What's been like your favorite thing or like two favorite things about Prince of Peace School? Oh, you're making me pick, aren't you? I am. You're making me pick. You can't name like oh. all 20. <laughs> I'm going to start going like, yeah, that one, that one, and that one. So Go for it. Um, I think the first thing would probably be the Yosemite trip, even though I'm not necessarily like I'm not on it yet. I know it's going to be very impactful with my relationship with the other eighth graders and just teachers in general since Miss Seeley is leaving which is kind of sad, so even though sad. she came for only a year. It's like, well, at least I got my year like to spend with her. And it was just like, well, God, she came because she really made an impact on my life and totally helped me find new teaching ways so that I could learn better because I'm very visual learner and physical. And she always helped make things like that for me. Like she would always like print out a sheet where I could fill it in instead of having to take the notes on its own. So the Yosemite trip, I think is definitely gonna be, even though I haven't gone on it yet, it's definitely going to be something that I am looking forward to and will remember. Um, second thing, hmm, maybe any of the field trips that I've gone on. Cause I understand that staying on campus and learning is something that's very important. When you get to go out and learn, it's even better. Cause it's like, I don't have to be stuck in a chair for like eight hours a day. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're a very hands-on learner. Is Absolutely. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I remember recently, well, recently in quotation marks, we went to the Exploratorium. That was really fun because it's like, cool oh, you got to do this and that and that because there was a bunch of physical things there. Like, I remember this, there's only one thing that I really, really liked there. There is a makeshift bicycle where you could like use your hand and crank it up and the robotic pistons would move the like mechanical feet and the wheel. And it was just so cool to see. And it was like, oh my gosh, science is awesome. Like somebody built that. Somebody took the time and energy out of their day and they made that. It's insane. Right. Somebody's brain could conceive of that and come up with it. And then, and then like, when you're just looking at it, it's like, what? How how did you make that? Like you use, and when they're describing it, they're like, oh, you just use this, this, that, and you add the piston here, and then you add the electrical motor, and you're just listening and nodding your head. Like, I totally understand what you're talking about. Is like robotics something you like like and understand or just not so much? Because you're also an artist as well, right? <laughs> yeah. So does your brain think about robotic stuff too or just like the 2D, 3D art that you do? Mm, kind of both. Right now I am doing, we're lots of doing, we're doing an electrical circuit and I'm I was technically supposed to take a test, but I got sick. So I'm retaking it Thursday. Uh, but we're learning about electrical motors, watts, and basically anything that has to do with the current. And that's definitely adding on to electronics because it's like, well, how do you power something? You use the electricity and you use a battery. So I guess in a sense, it is definitely when you're starting off, it's hard to learn. But as you slowly and gradually get into it, I guess it could fit. And it's also cool because with the artistic brain I have up here, it's like, oh, but what if you add this and this and this? Yeah, you're going to be the person that makes the bicycle do the things eventually, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, or I could just come up with like a moving cat, you know. I was going to mention cats eventually, but like what, is a cat your favorite animal? 
Okay. Uh-oh. So <laughs> I might have gotten this wrong. Oh, no. Okay. No, you are correct. Okay. It is my favorite animal, but I also have a secret love for crows. Exactly. Okay. Surprising. That is it's surprising. Because um, here's the main like thing that got me started with crows. For an art project, we had to draw a bird as realistically as possible as we could with colored pencils. And I'm not a person who can do things in a realism form. I'm more of anime or cartoony, as most people have probably seen. And I know you have seen. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So then while I was doing this, I ended up turning in the assignment three weeks late because, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do the realism part of it. So I kept on searching of references for crows and I accidentally found myself doing a little bit of research on them. And I was like, wow, crows are actually really cool. Oh, that's awesome. And it's just really funny that they're called a murder of crows. That's probably one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's, yeah. they're called a murder of crows when they're in a group and it's just like, oh my gosh, look, it's a murder. Er. <laughs> Do you know what a group of uh, giraffes is called? No. It's a tower of giraffes. A tower? Mm -hmm. Makes sense that they're Those long are my nuts. two favorite animal group names. Just murder, murder of crows and then your the tower, tower of, giraffes. of giraffes. That's insane. It's pretty great. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, so you have some cats, right? I have two, yes. Yes. What are their names? I have Dash and Ahsoka. Dash is the older one. He is three years old, which I think the transfer of age... <laughs> Um, the transfer of age, I think, is one cat year is 15 human years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. so they live, if it would be our time, they'd be living very, very long. So Dash is three cat years old. He's a kind of darkish gray color, and he's blind, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yep. he's the blind cat. So he'll bump it. So you can't move anything when you have a blind cat, because um, before we knew he was blind, he was able to see. It was just genetics that caused him to start turning blind. So you can still see motion, brightness, and somewhat color and shapes, but it's still very blurred for him so that you can't move anything without like the cat being able to sense where it is. Because I remember one time we accidentally moved the couch and he tried to jump up on it and he just went up, then right down onto the floor. He landed on his feet. He was fine. But like afterwards, he was like, meow, meow, where am I? Hello, Pumon. So that's Dash. And then we have Ahsoka, who I refer to as the chunky one, because she is a hefty cat. We do make sure that like she's not being overfed or anything. And we've taken her to multiple vet trips to make sure it's not like we're overfeeding her. Or she needs to do more exercise. She runs around way more than a normal cat should for her age. Then again, she's only two. So that'd be like toddler years pretty much for them. So she runs around a lot and it's funny because when she runs, her belly kind of swings back and forth on the sides. So you can see it oh. and it's just, it's hilarious while also being like, oh my gosh, so cute. At the same time, she's a black with kind of, I guess, pale spots, some orangish brown colors too. Ooh. Not entirely calico because calicos are more known for having white on them. Mm -hmm. She's fully black. So. We do have uh, mainly black cats, which is actually nice because did you know that black cats are the most unadopted cats in the world only because of their like being bad luck? I did not know that. Yeah, it's Aww. it's weird that like only black cats because of that weird belief of, oh, they're gonna bring you bad luck. And you're like, but cats always bring you luck. So I'm just gonna adopt all of them. Exactly. Yeah. And what's funny is that like the first week I got Dash, I had a test and I didn't study that well for it, but I aced it. Woo! All right. Yeah. So okay, I'm Dash. like, I don't right. know. I don't know. Like, man, they're pretty lucky. I guess it's just a belief that like sometimes it happens. I don't even know where it originated from. It just randomly popped up. 
That's I think it's like a super super old belief from somewhere. Superstitious, like, like, like superstitious, like with yeah. the mirror breaking and going under a ladder. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, guys, come on. They made a movie about black cats actually, and like how they're unlucky. I guess Aww. it's called Luck. It's basically, I'm not gonna spoil too much, but it's basically about a girl who finds a lucky penny that comes from a black cat. And I'm not gonna say anything more. Okay. But it gets very, yeah, up. it gets very weird from there. And if you have like little kids who are of, I guess, it, honestly, any age, they'll absolutely love the movie. Aw, because it's just all about cats. It's just all about, it's like all about cats and luck and it's just super cool to like, and again, I'm gonna get all animator artsy here. It's so cool to see the style of animation that they did and all the voice actors are absolutely amazing. So I'm kind of promoting a movie here, non-sponsored, but that movie's <laughs> but really go good. See it. Yeah, <laughs> but go see it, so. Very cool. We are gonna transition a little bit here and we are gonna talk about last Sunday because like a whole bunch of stuff happened at both services, but especially that late worship service. And so, but let's start with talking about the message that Pastor Mark did. Um, did anything stick out to you? Was there anything that you were like wondering about or anything that you were like, yes, I'm gonna take this away from it? Well, definitely the Bible verse that mentioned a lot, which was the go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I really like that. And I have it highlighted in the Bible that I got on that same day, which we'll explain later. But I highlighted that in my Bible because I just love that verse so much. And I'm so glad he mentioned it because I was trying to find it and I didn't have the energy to search it up at all. So I just had that verse in my mind and never knew where it was. And I was like, oh, he mentioned it quickly. Put that down in your Bible. So. I really like that verse just because it's like, I kind of had to experience that myself. When I was first coming here, I had no clue who Jesus or Christ was. Mm. And by slowly growing up in this school or and church, it was like, oh, you learned this and you learned that. And I have to say lots of Bible stories revolve around some sort of fish or fishing. I guess it has to do with the fact of the origins of most of the disciples being fishermen. That makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. yeah. And I remember it was like, Jesus walks on water. Jesus throws his, uh, they, uh, the disciples throw the fishing nets into the lake is it mm -hmm. which lake is it Galilee I believe it's Galilee Galilee so they throw the nets into the lake of Galilee and they get tons of fish from that and it's only because of what Jesus and Christ did so again go make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father Son and Holy Spirit absolutely love that Bible verse good job Pastor Mark <laughs> Nice mention, Pastor Mark. Very yep. good. Who do you remember um, any of the people that like discipled you or you said there were lots of people that told you about Jesus when you first got here? Do you remember who any of those people were at all? You. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I yeah. met you when you were in like fourth grade, right? Yeah. yeah. So you were me you were here with me from fourth grade. And I'm gonna sure I'm gonna come back in high school too, absolutely for any of the youth. So you're gonna be a huge part of my life. And you already are. So props to you. Oh, um I also I'm liking on her name right now, I apologize, but the old wham teacher here. Oh, Miss Lisa. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, I absolutely loved her a lot. Andrade, I think I called mm -hmm. her, Mrs. Andrade. Yeah, she was absolutely amazing. And she definitely helped um, guide my faith and also helped me like prepare to like help out with these kinds of things. Cause she was kind of setting me up to help out. Um, but yeah, no, you, Mrs. Andrade, and again, the, even though he just came, Pastor Mark. So absolute props to all of you. And then I also just thank my grandma for just getting me started in this whole um, faith process th that just grew in my life. Do you feel like you are discipling people now? You've talked about kind of the influence you have on little kids and stuff. Do you think that that's part of, gonna be part of their discipleship story? 
I think so a little bit, yes. And I do know that I do sometimes go out. Not that I go out and immediately go, believe in Christ, like one of those people with the sign. I'm not like that. But if somebody asks questions about it and I know the answer, I'll definitely like say, well, here's the answer to that, blah, 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 and explain it. And sometimes people just like, I've gotten, do you know who David is more? If yeah, you, of course. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes... Um, when we talk with each other, we sometimes like to pray with each other because it's like we're praying for the other person because again He's in college and I'm going into high school. So it's a very like it's very big right now for both of us because he is I don't even know where he is. He's somewhere in the uh, world. He's up in Oregon now So he, yeah. he's doing stuff and I all I know is that we call and then we joke and have laughs But then normally at the end we pray together and just pray for anything that the other has asked us to pray over That's So, so cool. yeah, kind of like a little secret hint there like I I do pray quite a lot yeah, you're not very shy about your faith. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, yeah, you're you're very confident. I, <laughs> I could see that. So, all right, you mentioned getting a Bible on Sunday. Uh, why and how and what was going on with that? So, I got my Bible because people who are in, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think it's kindergarten. Mm -hmm fourth grade, eighth grade, and then 12th grade, they get Bibles because they're going into a huge part of their life. Kindergartners are starting to learn how to read. Fourth graders are going into middle school, eighth graders high school, and then 12th graders are going into college. So it's like you get to bring this Bible with you and my Bible has notes in it. So I get to add little notes that I get and I get to uh, experience my Bible on a more personal level because you guys pick them out for us. Like I know mine specifically has a bird on the front and I was like, it has a bird? Nice. So I guess you get to just keep that Bible and it's just a nice way of saying that even though you're leaving or you're going into a huge part of your life, Christ will always be there for you. Yeah, you talked about highlighting in it. Like, are you all about highlighting and writing in your Bible and drawing little yeah. pictures and stuff? <laughs> yeah, I have a very old Bible. I don't know where it is now, but I remember specifically I had a Bible where I think about first grade to third grade, I would doodle little pictures about the Bible verses. And I remember one specifically when I did Jesus walking on water, I had his hands extended out up like above his head, not on not onto like a side, but all the way above his head. Like if he was reaching towards the stars and a stretching and then he was just like open his mouth out wide and he was like, I'm walking on water, look at me. That's so cool. So it was, it was absolutely, I remember that one specifically and I have others, but I remember that one it's just like his hands are all the way up and he's like i'm walking on water yeah like i'm doing this like no big deal like, like no no me. big deal yeah. you know oh see i love that you've just kind of always incorporated art into the way that you <laughs> think about your faith and the way that you express your faith as well like it's yeah. so cool how your like whole life comes together yeah it's like god planned it that way probably did he's probably like oh a little bit of art there a little bit of art there accidentally spilled too much art it's fine so accidentally spilled too much art <laughs> all over Chloe. Like, yes. <laughs> when he's yeah. mixing the pot, he takes the salt that's for art and he accidentally unscrews the top and he's like, oh, oh, oops. <laughs> gave you the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can see that. Yeah. Anything else that stood out from Sunday or from the message or? Mm, no, not really. I just really like that Bible verse yeah, and it was so. just... Oh, and the, I think it was the fourth and fifth graders sang. Yep. That was really cute to see them sing. And I actually did that song when I was a fourth and fifth grader, except it was a little bit of an altered version of it. So then I was just singing it in my head because I was the echo part at the very end. So I was just singing it in my head and I was like, because I was, um, I was just like sitting there and I was just like, I know the words to this. They're reusing songs that I know. Oh. That's kind of cool. Oh, so. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds you of like when you were little and 
Does that I seem know. like forever ago? I, yeah. Because I always get reminded at church, it's just like people come up and they're like, I remember you when you were this tall. And they point to like their waist. And I'm just thinking to myself, I was that tiny? Was I that tall? I, yeah. what? And you talk about sometimes I do. How, like, you were tiny when I, I was, met you. Like, how tiny I am. Yeah. And then and now I, I'm like um, kind of close to being not necessarily as tall as, but my dad is like 6'1", 6'2". And even though my parents don't plan me to be there, I'm hoping I do. So That would be really like weird to have you be the same height as me too. Like, hey, there's I and I. That'd yeah, we really can just strange. high five. I don't have to like go on my tippy toes all the time. There you go. That would yeah. be fun. Yeah. So... All right, we always end with like a final surprise question, a fun question, Ooh. something about you. Are you nervous? <laughs> kind of, a little okay, bit. Don't be nervous. You're going right. to love talking about this. So in addition to your art, you also have like a couple other hobbies, but you have one that takes a lot <laughs> of your energy and a lot of your time. Do you know where I'm going with this? I have two ideas. Okay, what are your ideas? I have an idea of either band or choir. Okay, Aksha's going to go with karate. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes, yes. perfect. <laughs> perfect. Okay, so you... Um, have achieved a lot in karate. I do. Right? What rank are you at right now? So in um, Taekwondo, I am a first don, hoping to get my second. So the don represents of how many bricks you've broken. Okay. I have broken one, so that means I am just the first don. Um, and then second would be breaking two, which I plan to do in August. But then again, that takes like a three-week non-stop going every single day training session. Yikes. So I am a first dawn with a yellow, green, and red tip. And the tips are basically just like ways that you're working up to doing it. They're not going to make you immediately go from one brick, two brick. So that's a huge step. Yeah. So it would just go... Um, one brick, you learn how to do this kick in this form, then you learn how to do these this form two times, you get to repeat it, and then you learn something new each time, and it's like, okay, now you're ready to do it. Okay, that makes so sense. So, I'm preparing myself to break the two bricks, but it's a I have, um, in the time that I did get my first on breaking the one brick, I was starting fifth grade, I think, at the time, or sixth grade, one of those two, yep. and it was Oh, it was really hard because it's for three or four weeks. You go nonstop except for Sunday and Saturday. You just go every single night. And if your uniform is done wrong or if your belt's done wrong, if like you mess up, if you do something wrong that's like itty bitty tiny, they're like, oh, you get a mark, three marks, and you get disqualified and you have to wait two years. Wow. They're like really strict. They're with you really guys. strict on it, yeah. but it's a really good accomplishment. And though they are strict, they're also really nice about it. And they understand that something major has come up and it's like, you really. Really can't come you're allowed to miss I think two classes so it's just awesome that I get to say like oh yeah I'm a black belt and then sometimes just out of fun I like to kick just while I'm practicing of course I make sure that nobody's around and like people who are around know that I'm gonna do it but I do sometimes practice and everybody's like oh my gosh you kick that high and I'm like yeah I guess so. Okay, so are you breaking these bricks with your fist or with your foot? With my fist. Okay. So it's called okay. a hammerhead strike where you raise your hand up above your head and then you make sure that it's twisted so that I guess where your pinky curls in is facing down. Okay. So it's called hammerhead strike like that. But you're able to like go on your knees to support yourself and the brick is wetted before to make sure that it's like you can actually break it. Oof. But And then if in the case of that there's two bricks, they always... It's funny how they do it because they have two itty bitty little tiny pencils in between the bricks. Oh, so they keep them separated just a little bit. Yeah, okay. but somehow your force still goes through it. And I've seen black belts who have broken like four bricks and like even the pencils break. Oh my gosh. It's insane. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's your like summer. You're going to work on that this summer, right? Like it's yeah. your like, summer goal in August. You're going to come back and be like, I got 
What are you getting? Second, Second Dawn. Dawn. There you go. It's, but the thing is, I'm going to collapse on the floor. I'm going to be like, I got it. Yay. So. I'm so excited for you. That's so cool. And actually, um, even though I don't think they're doing it now, they probably quit since COVID started. But Daniel and Ethan used to be in it too. Okay. You probably don't. They probably didn't tell you or you don't remember it. Mm-mm. It's fine if you don't. But I remember Daniel was super close to getting his black belt, but he didn't do it because, again, it is a really rigorous process to want to get your black belt. And it's like you have to mentally prepare, physically prepare, even emotionally prepare because mm-hmm. it's like this is going to take a lot of your time and you're doing school at the exact same time and anything else that you have. Like, I'm going to probably be doing... When I when I do eventually stop Taekwondo, which I will because it is definitely very hard, I'm going to be taking up an art camp, I think. Okay. So then imagine doing art camp and Taekwondo at the same time and school. Oh, it hurts my brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you have to prepare. And also, Ethan, he did get his black belt, but I think he's on his yellow tip and not his red nor his green. Okay. So it's funny because sometimes I get to say that I'm their seniors. And there's also a sixth grader named Eva who is also a black belt. She uh-huh. just tested, so she's definitely still recovering from that. Oof. But it's really cool to just be like... Like you get to meet somebody two times. Like I get to sometimes meet her on Thursday on uh, during school, and I meet her again during spring night, and we're just like, oh hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? So it's just really cool to just I guess be there with friends, and I also make friends there who are who don't go to the school. Like I have friends called Haymon. I also have um, Clay. A bunch of different friends. Okay, that's so cool. How long have you been doing this? Ooh, um, five, six years now. Yikes, girl. Yeah. All right like half your life pretty much yeah wow that's awesome yeah that's so cool i feel like i just learned a whole bunch about you (laughs) (laughs) i mean you already knew most of the things but it's just like itty bitty little tiny details yeah just like makes me appreciate you more and your heart for things more so thanks for coming chloe yeah no problem all right bye bye